You are tuned in to For the Love of Millennials podcast. For the Love of Millennials is a platform created to inspire, empower, and uplift melanin-enriched millennials to be the best of themselves. Each topic is carefully chosen with the intention to provide value to listeners in effort to fulfill the podcast purpose. Keep listening for more of today's episode. Happy, happy Monday, my Melanin Millennials. We are here today with a new episode and it is a dope episode, especially after homecoming weekend. Like shout out to my alma mater, North Carolina Central University. Homecoming weekend was amazing. And if you've never been to an HBCU homecoming, I feel like that's an experience that everybody should have. Like when I tell you it's like the biggest family reunion that you could ever have when I'm talking about food games um of course you know there's drinking involved um just seeing people that you haven't seen in so long and seeing how we've all grown and matured but also seeing how we come together as a big family like homecoming is just an event in itself and I just think it's super amazing so this shout I really just want to shout out my university because this past um, weekend, it, it was just bomb. It was just bomb. So today we have an amazing guest with us. She is a relationship coach. She is a therapist and she's going to drop so much knowledge on us, especially with it being cuffing season, y'all. It's getting cold out here. Everybody was trying to be booed up at homecoming. I think it's like right after homecoming, people make it official because they're trying to make sure that they don't miss out on any other opportunity out there. Um, whatever that means. <laughs> so Alyssa, a little bit about Alyssa. As a dating and relationship coach, Alyssa Noel inspires and encourages single women and couples to create and follow their own rules. With years of personal experience, Alyssa understands the ups and downs of relationships. Her ability to reflect and learn from her own experience, coupled with her expert coaching skills, makes her uniquely qualified to help single women and couples overcome challenges. The more we understand and are in tune with ourselves, the better we are able to express our emotions, needs, and wants in a relationship. She's a certified professional relationship coach and completed her training at the Life Coach Institute of Orange County, an accredited training program by the International Coaching Federation. Alyssa is currently pursuing a master's in marriage and family therapy and loves to utilize teaching skills to create the eye-opening aha moment that couples are longing for in order to understand themselves and each other. You can connect with Alyssa Noel on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter at Ask Alyssa Anything. Keep listening for more. This episode is sponsored by 
the interactive journal, hashtag 30 days of consistency. I've heard many people state they've struggled with consistency. I've been one of those many people. However, I do believe there's room and possibility for change. In life, we have choices and we decide what our outcomes will be. Our decisions today will affect our lives tomorrow. Yes, live for today, but remember you have a tomorrow. I created this 30-day lifestyle journey because I desired something more from myself. I desire to unlock my creativity, my passion, my purpose as it was possible for me. I know that this is possible for you. It is not just a one-time 30-day journey, but a life journey experienced in 30-day increments. Get your copy now on the shop at www.arichbook.com. Over here, we got Alyssa Noel out here on the podcast. She like the dopest therapist I ever met. Oh, thank you, thank you. You know, representing for all the therapists out here. <laughs> Men. Okay, okay. So, so she gonna make it. All right. So let me tell you about Alyssa. You know how um most friends, you know, you slide in their DMs. Yeah, that that's our relationship. <laughs> I think I told somebody that uh, earlier. I said you got people out here who who slide in their other people DMs, trying to get them a man, trying to get them a woman, and I'm just over here sliding in the people DMs, trying to build my tribe. I hear that. Mm-hmm. So we um we had, I said we had. <laughs> I just read your formal bio for all of our listeners, but I really want you to be able to tell us about yourself. Like tell us who you are in a more informal way. And if there were things that, that weren't, that were not in your bio, like this is your opportunity. Like I wanted to give you that opportunity to share with us. Okay. You know, I like that. I like that because, you know, a bio is nice and all, but I like for people to get a real snapshot of who I am and kind of how I got to where I am. So my background, well, I'm a relationship coach and therapist. So my main, main focus is on single women and couples and rebuilding the black family. But let me tell you how I got there because it has has not been easy, y'all. So about 10 years ago, I actually started taking my relationships seriously. Now, I was always good at relationships, knowing mm-hmm. kind of what's not good for me, what I want, what I don't want, things that I allow. But I wasn't taking it seriously. And I was letting things slide. Right. And when I really got down to the nitty gritty of it, I had to take a strong look at myself. I was very, I was lost. I was very, very lost. I really didn't know who I was at one point. And I was going through a phase of discovery. Mm -hmm. So I had to pretty Mm -hmm. much rediscover myself and who I was. So during my phase of rediscovery, I met my husband. (laughs) And who was instrumental in kind of framing my mindset around the black family so 
when I say I started taking relationships seriously, that means I started putting effort in and I started paying attention. That's what a lot of people don't do. They think they're paying attention, but they're not paying attention or mm-hmm. they're paying attention to the wrong damn thing. Right, right. The wrong right. thing. Tell me, okay, so, okay, I'm going to let you finish talking, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to that because I want I want to know what the wrong thing is, and I'm pretty sure our listeners want to know what the wrong thing is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to it. So let, okay. me, let me speed it up, make a long story short. Through all the trials and tribulations, ultimately, I discovered that I have the ability to take everything that I have been through and share it with the world in a manner that is really educational Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. impactful to those single women who are trying to get to say where I am or to where they want to be and couples to build relationships that are strong are healthy are thriving because people that's ultimately what everybody wants to do they want to thrive in their relationship Mm -hmm. they Mm want to thrive as a single woman so ultimately, I learned those skills, those tools. And what I do now is I share them through my testimonies of miscarriages, through infertility, wow. through cheating, through just a plethora of different challenges everyday people go through in relationships. Wow. Wow. So you you about that life. You about All the that. way. You're not that you're not that coach or that person or that therapist. That ain't never been through nothing, and you giving you not giving out book, book knowledge and book wisdom. You giving out pure, I've been through this shit experience. Amen. <laughs> okay. All the way, all the okay. way. That's what I, you know. I just, I walk it like I talk it. <laughs> okay. I just, what's that? I just, I just flip my wrist. I just flip my wrist real quick. I'm not up to date on the dances, but I was doing something because I was just like. Hey, she lit out here. She lit out here. So, man, that's so self-discovery. And you met your husband and he helped you with understanding the black family. And you've just been through a plethora of things that have really molded you into the coach and therapist that you are. Right. Right. And, you know, when I. When I coach, when I'm in a session with someone, the biggest thing I tell people before they even start coaching with me, I'm like, listen, if you can't handle the truth or if you can't handle it raw, then you ain't ready. Okay. Because I give it, I give it to you real raw and I give it to you like I'm extra real. Right. You know, I don't have time to sugarcoat. Sometimes people just want one session. So I'm, I get down to the nitty gritty. Right. You know? In that session? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, man. You, so that actually, so before we move on to the questions I have for you, I do want to go back to the what, what is the wrong things we look at? I, I'm really, I'm really curious. Like, I gotta know. Like, I'm that person that I like, I gotta know. <laughs> so the wrong, the things when you're first entering into into a relationship or you're in a relationship, what I mean by people paying attention to the wrong things, I mean not paying enough attention to the right things. 
Okay. 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 So what are the, the right things that you should be focused? That means you're focused on how someone treats you. Mm. The mm-hmm. and the actual like how do I frame it's more or less the continuity. Mm-hmm. 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 People show you who they are. And I think some people are really good. Some men in general, women do it too. They're really good at putting on a persona. Right. So people get super focused in on the wrong thing, meaning that persona. Mm-hmm. Of so who someone portrays themselves to be instead of who that person actually is. Mm. And so, so, so I know this is not like part of like our discussion, but I think this is so important because you talked about this persona. Is it wrong that that sometimes we, as men and women, we get caught up in this persona? And so because we believe this persona to be reality or to be presented as fact and as truth, we get caught up in it, right? But it's not so. And so when the person really shows us who they are, we can't help but to to stay stuck on that persona. Like, I feel like that's something that we all not we all, but some people, you know, get caught up in. Right. And, you know, unfortunately, that's how a lot of people end up in unhealthy relationships. Oof, it's a word. I ain't talking about me, y'all. I might be talking about me, but, you know, y'all got to wait for my book to come out. Ooh, I can't wait for your book to come out. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, unfortunately, we all end up, uh, not all of us, but a lot of people end up in these unhealthy relationships that's built off of our persona. And then everybody knows after that honeymoon phase is over and you stuck with who that person really is because it's going to shine through eventually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you don't like who that person is then that's when everything goes downhill, gets messy. You start getting catty instead of just breaking it off. Now you're doing tit for tat and that's yeah. you wasting your time and your energy and your, your, me- your peace, your mental peace. Wow. I feel like that's so, that's so, I feel like that's so true for so many people. And I think that we, sometimes stay in situations instead instead of just walking away too because people are like oh it can work out it can work out it can work out but I feel like that advice is only good when it comes when it's a healthy relationship to begin with where there's two willing parties where there's not any toxic you know tox toxicity there's just misunderstandings there's just miscommunication right so like that's when that advice is applicable because people are trying to take that you can work through it. You can grow through it advice and try to apply it to somebody who's mentally, physically, emotionally, and socially abusing them. And as a therapist and as, as a coach, I want to know what, what's your feedback on that? Okay. So be more specific in the sense that we, people tell, take healthy people's relationship advice and try to apply it to their toxic relationship and say, you know, I got to work through this. If your man is beating on you, I I wouldn't tell anybody they can grow through that. And you know what? Yeah, like, unfortunately, when you're actually in the relationship, it's like you can't see clearly. Oh, I know. I know. You don't see clearly <laughs> until you take a step back 
and you Uh can see the bigger picture and then you start noticing things like oh dang you know what he used to tell me that same lie over and over again and I can cover it each and every time well you know what he cared more about himself than he cared about me which everyone is supposed to do but it's a manner in which you do that oh oh you know what I'm saying Uh so it's I, one That's thing deep. I never do. One thing I never do is I never tell someone to leave a relationship because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. nobody will leave their relationship until they're ready, they're fed right. up, and they're all the way done. Or else they're just gonna return, and the cycle will repeat. Right. Absolutely. 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 Man, this is this is serious. This is serious. So in us talking about relationships because this is what Alyssa do this is what she does y'all she's the master okay you you want a man you want that marriage you need call her okay email her reach out to her but I want to talk about because on her Instagram y'all she had this post and I think I think that's what got me all up in her face too (laughs) the cuffing season uh schedule because some of y'all out here only want to be in a relationship because it's cold. It's cold out here. So, of course. <laughs> so, I need you, so I know you got it on your Instagram, but for the podcast, I need you to let us know what is the cuffing season schedule and like give us a breakdown for that. Okay. So, you, you know what? I actually did uh, uh, a live show on the cuffing season, like a whole show dedicated to the cuffing season and what I found is I think it may be a more up north thing but cuffing season pretty much starts at the end of summer so you know everybody got their summer bays you out here you know looking cute you collecting men you collecting women or whatever you're pretty much you're dating multiple people at the same time at some point some of those people start to filter away and you break it down to one person. Everybody has one on the team that that's, that's Bay. That's number one. You call first and those type of things. Mm-hmm. Now, moving into the fall, you start to kind of, you filling them out. You filling them out, trying to see if this is the right person you want to cuff for the winter season. Mm-hmm. Because every during the winter season, especially up north, if you live in a place that snows a lot, it's super cold, slush, black ice, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. not trying to make too many moves. Mm-hmm. You really don't want to be out here like you would normally in the summer. So after you, you know, y'all click, y'all vibe. And you realize, okay, this is who I'm going to cuff. It's mutual. That's when you slide into more of the November, December type months. And then you proceed that way until about February. Valentine's Day? So you're saying they break up at Valentine's Day? Yep. But let me be clear, though. Some cuffing season relationships end up in full-blown relationships. Okay, okay. How likely, what's the likelihood, though? I mean, I'm, you know, I can't even say with certainty. Like, yeah, I can't even be like, oh, 50%. I haven't done no, um, 
Like, I haven't put no surveys out there or anything. Yeah. But it does happen. It does happen. Sometimes you're like, oh, I'm ready to play the field again. You know, yeah. you're feeling yourself. And then sometimes you're just cuffing season was just so. It was mm. that. It's just, I was just, mm. <laughs> <laughs> That you like, you know what? We going to end up in a full-blown relationship. So. All right, so we got cuffing season out the schedule. So if you got somebody you you are currently cuffed with, you may or may not be with them summer 2019. Just letting you know, but we don't have to talk about it. You don't have to <laughs> tell them that you may or may not be with them um, summer 2019. You can just see how it goes and see how it flows and just live your best life. That's mm-hmm. right. Exactly, and that's yeah. really the, the purpose. Life. You know, you're supposed to just live your best life. It's not too serious. Y'all just mm-hmm. hanging out, having fun. But it's that one person you go to during the winter time because it can get brutal out there. <laughs> not brutal. <laughs> Very brutal. <laughs> Girl. Girl. Okay, so now y'all, some, I'm just let you know, Pete, uh, what, what do you call it? A disclaimer for this next segment because uh, Alyssa brought up something that was so like you dating multiple people at once so if you don't want to hear this next part you just need to go ahead and turn the podcast off now but my question is I heard a quote and the quote was before monogamy was being with one person for life now it's being with one person at a time I want to know as a millennial and for our millennial listeners Talk to us about monogamy, polygamy, and then infidelity. Okay. So I'm going to have to, we're going to break it down. We're going to break it down. We're going to break it all the way down. So, you know, when we talk about the quote, back back when, back in the day, I'll just say, when it was kind of not dating one person at a time, but dating that one person for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. becoming mm-hmm. married, having family, things like that. We were at a very different state. And as society grows, so do people. Mm-hmm. Our needs change, our wants change, and we're giving more options of ways that we can live our lives. So I'm a firm believer in dating multiple people at one time. Mm-hmm. Firm, firm believer and dating multiple people, I will say it again, firm believer in dating multiple people at one time. As long as everyone's aware of the situation, you're open, you're honest, then I feel like there's no problem with it. Now, when it comes to different types of relationship, which has to do with polygamy, polyamory, whatever you're into, That's something that I think people should explore further. Why do I say that? I know everybody's heard we're not naturally monogamous. That's not up for me to decide. But Mm -hmm. if some people really feel like they're not naturally monogamous, then they need to be up front with the people that they're dating and eventually getting into committed relationships with and find someone who wants to live the same type of relationship that they want. Because then infidelity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. isn't as prominent. Hmm. 
You when it comes saying? to a polygamous relationship? Yeah, there's still infidelity, but it's not even or polyamory. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of the relationship's more open. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily like it's not as prominent. So what I'm what I mean is it happens less often. Right. Okay. 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 I got it. Because when I think of this, I do you have you watched Insecure by Issa Rae? Oh, who hasn't seen Insecure? <laughs> so like when I when I first heard of that, or like when I was watching it, my mind immediately went to the um polyamory, poly- polygamy, infidelity. What is that like? Because even uh man, what's old girl's name? What's lawyer girl's name? She was Molly. Sleeping. Molly with Drew. His name is Drew, right? Like mm-hmm. he he was open and honest, like, oh, we're in an open relationship. Like she's cool with it as long as she knows who. But who you know what I realized? With. We never got confirmation from, from Candace. Uh huh. That they're actually in an open relationship. Right. Absolutely. So Absolutely. we don't we don't know if he's lying or telling the truth. Right. And that's where that infidelity come comes in there was a video that I shared uh with Alyssa and in that video the lady was talking about how there still is infidelity when there's like multiple partners if if you decide to keep something from that partner or you know build a relationship with somebody else that you that the other partner isn't aware of even though part the partner may know partners a b and c but you keep partner d from them that's infidelity absolutely and basically it just looks because at this point people are like if you texting somebody else you cheating if you in a dms you cheating if you look at her butt you're cheating if you look at his his body you cheating if you like it's so much it'd be like you somebody need to write a book about cheat codes like what can (laughs) you yeah because you know cheating is so means something different for everybody (laughs) right it's like what the hell Right. So that's why when when I, you know, when I watched the video and it was like, oh, when people ask me, oh, what's the percentage of people who cheat? And it was like, oh, 23 to 75 percent. You know, that's based on people's perceptions of Mm -hmm. what cheating actually is. Right. Right. I Like real talk. (laughs) I think somebody be like, oh, ma'am, your hair looks so nice today. And I say, thank you. Oh, you wore him? What? 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 Right. And you know what? Those are the type of people who really don't belong in relationships. If you okay. that insecure, sis. What? Oh, he, he said he like your hair. You like when he said he like your hair? What? The entire hell. All I said was thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody was, if somebody, because I'm going to have a new bae, y'all. I'm going to have a new husband, whatever. We going to talk about it, though. Y'all can come to my wedding. It's going to be abroad somewhere. Um, oh, I better get an invite. Oh, girl, of course. You gonna do my marriage count, my premarital counseling? Oh, you know I do it. Okay, okay. You know I'm gonna call you. We ain't that ain't even a question. But this not about us. This not about us. <laughs> See, I'm over here daydreaming about my my second husband. This <laughs> is <laughs> my train of thought. It's at the point if somebody is complimenting your significant other, you should take that as a compliment. Like that's just how I feel, right? And sometimes we get, you know, 
possessive like oh my god somebody thinks you're attractive too like right and you know what I do I use like my relationship as a model when I when I'm talking to someone about anything so even like when we go out we have fun like I love seeing other women check my husband out I look and I know he likes when I look good and other men are like checking me out what does that do? He is so confident in himself. Mm-hmm. And our trust is so strong. He already know I'm coming home with me. So it's kind of like a a thrill in a sense. Like he feeds off of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Knowing that somebody else could possibly want me, but he has me. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like that's how I feel like that's how it should be. I feel like that's how it should be. Cause I don't know, I don't know what people think if you know what I'm saying you in a relationship or you get married and all of a sudden like nobody else can see you like <laughs> what girl y'all y'all gonna have to wait for my book she trying to get she trying to get me to drop hints in my book in, in this episode and I'm not I'm not finna do it cause okay I'm finna do it I'm finna do it I'm finna do it it was like okay what are you gonna do if we have a son there and our son has football and I got to take him to football practice and the coach is like yo kid your mom is kind of cute what you want to do well you just can't take him to football practice no more really really (laughs) wow when I go to the grocery store I can't go in line I can't go in line number seven because that cashier is there really okay Mm -mm. okay Mm -mm. those those people have problems with themselves Okay, sis, like y'all, if y'all listening, that ain't love, yo. That, that ain't. ain't that ain't cute either. That is not cute. You be feeling like, oh, he want me, like I'm so wanted, like he just want me for himself. No, get out. Y'all talking about getting out for white people. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to get out these toxic relationships, thinking y'all in love. Hello. Let me stop. This this your show. I'm just here. <laughs> No, I'm this is your show. I'm just here to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just here. I'm just here. Um, I'm just creating a channel. I'm just the conduit. I'm just the conduit. So I do want to talk about coaches because you're a relationship coach. But there are a lot. I don't know if you've seen like Derek Jen on. I don't. I don't know what his name is but the dude Derek that always be talking to women about what they should be doing and should not be doing then there's a guy on Instagram who gives women relationship coach to me it's just a lot of men out here trying to tell women how to be in relationships from the men perspective but I don't see a lot of women coaches being a coach you know a coach to men I don't feel like men are as receptive as they want women to be to them giving all this advice from a male perspective and I feel that way even when it came to like I like Steve Harvey but that um act like a lady think like a man mm-hmm. and be like I don't why I gotta think like him why he can't why he can't put the seat down why he can't get up and want to take interest in washing the dishes with me or you know that's just my perspective I know that was all at once but what's your perspective on the um the ratio of male relationship coaches and how they're pushing that on women. The thing is, I think right now it's a time where a lot of women 
are seeking out the help and they think the best help is from a man because that's who they're trying to get with mm. a man mm. if that's what you mm. prefer okay 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 so okay. there's once the men got in tune to okay there's money to be made here oh okay there you go but it's it's i, I don't it's just can I say for every male coach is per, purely a monetary standpoint? No, I can't say that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some people may have a woman's best interest at heart, um, but not all of them do. Do okay. I think men have a great insight? I absolutely do. I absolutely do. But it's something about that sister-sister code mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that men do not understand because they don't do they don't have the same mindset as women Mm-mm. so as much as they may like to believe they understand women they don't i think so that's... as much as steve harvey want to believe that he think think like a whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh-uh steve <laughs> you got a lot of great things to say but you need to sit down <laughs> right like legit like y'all over here why why are y'all trying to tell women oh y'all being too needy y'all asking too much of him and he why he ain't doing more? Why y'all not out here saying, why don't you rub your woman's feet? Why don't you do that? Have, do you like your feet rub? Why don't you rub her feet? Like, you know, fellas yeah. listening, this is not trying to be biased towards you. I love my black men. I love yes, my black yes. brothers. Mm-hmm. I love my sisters. I love my black women out here. This is not at y'all, you know, so you can definitely be sure to email us and text us. Oh, I said email us and text us. Email us and DM us questions you might have. Definitely direct those questions to Alyssa because she'll be able to answer me, my ass. You don't want my perspective. <laughs> I'm gonna just be like, leave her, leave them. No, right. I'm not. You ain't gonna blame me for your breakup. Let me stop. Mm-mm. I take that back. Mm-mm. Go talk to Alyssa. Don't make no sudden moves. Go talk. And to I Alyssa. and I hear it all. I hear it all. I think the biggest thing of why people come to me is one they want it. They want real talk. Like, mm-hmm. give me real talk is what a lot of people say. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm giving real talk. One, I've been through a lot of stuff. I've been through a lot of shit. So most likely I've been there, done that. And lastly, I'm just personable. Like how when we first talk, we click so easily. Like I just get people and I'm not, I'm not here to judge nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not my job. So... It is, you know, it's just people just talk to me naturally on the street. <laughs> like, hey, let me tell you my whole life. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> let so. me tell you my whole life. Let me tell you my whole life. So we 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 have to move on because I I know we have CP time, but my goal for this podcast is not for us to run on it. Like <laughs> <laughs> It's not for us to run on it. So I'm going to go to the next one. And I want to talk about the black family because to me, the black family is so important to me. And we as millennials are aging and we're getting married. We're having children. We want to settle down. Like the youngest millennial, I think is like 22, 23. And the oldest is 36. And that's just, you know, cause we got some Gen Xers that are on the cusp of millennialism 
millennialism and Gen Xers. And then we have um, the double X generation that comes after who's on the cusp. Like um, my little cousins, they're like 18, 19. They're not millennials. They're on the cusp. They're double Xers. They're in the same generation as my daughters, but they're closer to us, you Mm -hmm. know, as millennials. So I want to talk about the black family, the importance, where does it stand um, and what the dynamics of it, what what does that culture of the Black family look like for the millennial? So first of all, let me say that the Black family is in, will be instrumental in rebuilding the Black community. And the Black family is so strong, so powerful, and our counterparts know that. So in the 80s, when they you know, pushed a lot of drugs into our community that broke down the black family because we're, our men were now being strung out on drugs. Mm-hmm. Our women were strung out on drugs. Then they were going to jail. Our children are growing up in single parent households or put into the foster care system. And then it's repeating the cycle. Mm-hmm. And I feel like right now as millennials, we're doing a great job. I have to say at, trying to restore the black family so the black family when a woman is able to support a black man and a black man supports a black woman they are unstoppable Mm. a black family is unstoppable like it's instrumental for us to stick together and rebuild our communities but when we have what we need to stop doing is I see this a lot on social media, just through people talking. What we need to stop doing is saying these things. Black men ain't shit. Mm. And mm. black women are hoes. Mm. Because you know who's listening? The children. And why does that little black boy now want to grow up and marry a black woman when you've been calling her a hoe this whole time? Why does that little black girl want to grow up and marry a black man when you've been saying he ain't shit the whole time Mm. Mm. so be careful with the words that you use because your children are listening and you're doing damage to the black family which will ultimately help us rebuild our community if that's not the goal for you then I don't know what your goal is oh man Man. you know a lot of people talk about oh we need this we need to rebuild this the black community we should be doing that when it starts at home it starts at home. She reprimanding y'all. She ain't talking to me. She's talking to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so serious out here. I see so many different things. And that's one thing that if if you really want to irk my nerves, say a black man ain't shit. I swear. Say it. <laughs> she'll, beat, she'll beat the black off you. Go ahead and say or it. That, there ain't no good black men out there. Woo! Say what, sis? Sis, when? Because I can name quite a few. How about you change the circles you rolling in? Oh, go ahead and pass me one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a list. <laughs> I'm for real. We need some black men on this podcast too. For We we need some, some black men up here talking too. Um, but I think that's so important. I just, I'm passionate about that. I mean, come on. You know, I'm not knocking love. Love, yes, I support love. Love who you want to love, right? Mm-hmm. but don't love who you want to love because you don't love your own if that makes sense yes absolutely absolutely so if a poppy chulo come holla at me 
you know, and he just get to me before a brother get to me. That's just what happened. But you know, love is love. I ain't out here bashing. Like my thing is, I see you see people in a relationship, right? And they're like, oh, I love him. I love her. But my issue comes in where they say where they go to bashing us, like your sister, your brother. Like, why are you bashing us? You are us. Your father's black. Your mother's black. Your cousin's mm. black. Your grandma black. Your whole mm. family was a slave. Like, what are you doing? At the end of the day, you still gonna be just like us. You know what I mean? So it's that's exactly. where my issue comes in. That's where my issue comes in. And that's where the whole thing comes in of, you know, or even telling the um telling the child that his father ain't shit. Girl. Or telling her, telling your kids that they mother ain't shit. That's abuse. That's child abuse too. That's how I feel. You see, yeah, does something to the to the mindset. Yeah, yeah. We're we're raising with these kids with mental health disorders because of the things that we're telling them. Right, right, right. And then that goes into their psyche. Then we grow mm-hmm. up with these insecurities these insecurity issues about how to do da di da di da like nah 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 right right we don't need to be doing that we don't need to be doing that exactly so you know saying you really gotta watch what you say and make sure that you're sending out a positive message right absolutely you know what i'm saying to the next generation about who we are as a people yeah and that's that's a great segue into what I want to talk about next is the advice that you will offer to other millennials about efficiently impacting the next generation. I thought long and hard when, when I was going over the questions, I was like, you know what? Let me think real long and hard. The, the single most thing that I came up with that I kept on telling myself was never stop educating yourself. Mm. When you educate yourself, you know, it's. I'm not talking about book work now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm talking about educating yourself on how to manage your finances, educating mm-hmm. yourself on how to build a positive relationship, educating yourself on the numerous jobs out there that can bring in thousands of dollars a year, mm-hmm. career paths. Once you educate yourself, you're able to pass that education down to your children mm-hmm. and then in turn they'll not only pass down the education you pass down but their own education to their children it's just like why do we why are there so many wealthy people out there mm-hmm. not because they just acquired this wealth overnight mm-hmm. not because it's been passed down from generation to generation okay and like, one thing you like, can't take away from somebody is their education. Absolutely. And their knowledge. Absolutely. Now, this don't mean go out and just get a degree, y'all. You guys be strategic with what you're doing. Don't go get no degree in psychology and you ain't going to practice and utilize it and make it worth your while. Just exactly. saying. Exactly. And you know, if you don't want to get a degree, there's a lot of trades out there that yes. I think we forget about that okay. make real good money. Okay. But we still continue to push, go to college, go to college. And, and our mm-hmm. sons and daughters say, I don't want to go to college. Mm-hmm. And we're not offering them other avenues. Then they right. get stuck. They flunk out. 
Then right. they stuck with student loans. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, this vicious cycle. Man, I feel like we in church. I'm over here like, mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That and entrepreneurship. And what it comes down to is like, you have to do the work. And doing the work starts up here in your mind. It starts with mm-hmm. your, mind- your mindset as far as thinking and thinking critically. Um, it's It's just... Man, we could talk about this all. Y'all, y'all don't even know how passionate I am. I say this on every episode. This podcast is for us, by us. This is FUBU. I'm going to meet Mr. Damon Dash one day, and it's going to be, it's for us, by us. This is my FUBU podcast. I need you on here to talk to us millennials, like, legit. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are impacting the, the next generation us as millennials we are a multifaceted community we we have our own culture like 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 we are the ones that we have black twitter like <laughs> like black twitter is ran and powered by millennials like mm-hmm. what it's powered by us so <laughs> i'm just so hyped like i just love us i just love us i love us so before we go, I want to know what projects are you currently working on? So I, I do. I actually have a um, Facebook live show that will be moving to YouTube as well called the Saturday Night Vibe. Every Saturday, not every Saturday night, but most Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on Facebook Live at Ask Alyssa Anything. And I'm actually... The people have spoken, y'all. The people have spoken. They actually want me to do a live event mm. so, for people to come and be able So it's me and my husband. We do the show. And it can get heated sometimes because we don't always, always agree. But the people have spoken. They want us to do a live event. So we will be doing a live event. And that's what I have um, in the works right now. I'm also okay. getting ready to put out um, the first edition of a holiday magazine that I put together and mm-hmm. it's not it's not your regular magazine because mm-hmm. I talk about relationships in there I'm giving you tips I'm giving you a places to get gift ideas from mm-hmm. black owned businesses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of them run by women so this there's just a lot of great things in there and the key thing it's free <laughs> It's a word for millennials because that's our favorite. That's our favorite phrase as millennials. And y'all listening, y'all y'all cannot lie. Like it'd be like, how much is it though? Uh, how much is it though? How much? People like, okay, that's cool, but how much is it? Okay, that's cool, but how much is it? (laughs) Yeah, that's how she said it's free, y'all. So that means there's no excuse. There's no excuse. So how do how do how do we get these? you know updates for when you do your live show how do we find out how do we get the magazine how do we stay in touch with you give us all that okay so you definitely want to go follow me on instagram and on facebook at ask Alyssa anything a-l-y-s-s-a ask Alyssa anything the magazine drops next week so look out for that and there'll be a link in my bio that you can just click on that link and download it for free I'll also be sending out updates as we um solidify more and more about the live event. 
So you want to make sure you're following me in order to get those updates, as well as if you're if you want me to email. That's I have an email list running of people who will get first access to when tickets go on sale. You can mm-hmm. email me at Alyssa at AlyssaNoel.com. That's A-L-Y-S-S-A at Alyssa, N-O-E-L.com. Y'all, this conversation was so good. I feel like we could have talked a lot more, but as a millennial, we are changing the standard when it comes to CPT time. <sighs> we will only be late to homecoming and cookouts, not anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even, no, at cookouts, I'm always on time because I like to make me a to-go plate before everybody get there and start digging in the food. Really? (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Really? Okay. Strategies. Strategies on deck. Strategies on deck. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. If you have any questions for us, please shoot us a DM on Instagram at For the Love of Millennials. Make sure that you stay connected with Alyssa. Alyssa, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I know our listeners enjoyed you just as much as I did. Well, thank you for having me. You know, it's my pleasure. I had so much fun tonight. I look forward to everyone who reaches out talking you know asking me questions i'm looking forward to all of that one thing that i love to do is help you out so just thank you for allowing me to you know talk a little bit about what i do and what i'm passionate about absolutely absolutely and we'll connect with you in the future thank you for tuning in to today's episode To stay connected with For the Love of Millennials podcast, follow us on Instagram at For the Love of Millennials. If you have any questions or topics that you want to hear us chat about or to even find a millennial expert, please email us at loveformillennials. To connect with A Rich Book, go ahead over to Instagram and follow her at a.richbook. Don't forget to give our podcast five stars and be sure to tune in to our future episodes.